Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome to this week's episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. Today, we're talking about the importance of husbands and wife and like in their families being able to take solo trips. Uh, John just came back from your first one, not necessarily your first one. You've done like men's retreats before, but this is your first one, like flying on an airplane by yourself and being gone for this long of a time. And I've been doing them a lot. So I would love for us to kind of chat about the, the importance of it, how we've seen it make a difference. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this. I love traveling, <laughs> so this is very easy for me to talk about. It is, and Carrie likes to plan travel. I love to plan so travel. So it really works out for me because then I can just say, what started with like a joke of like, so when am I going to have my... That's so funny that you say that because I didn't think that was a joke. I, it was sarcastic. Oh I my didn't, gosh. <laughs> I didn't really want to take a trip and then Carrie found like really cheap flights and said like okay this is what it's gonna cost I'm like oh all right let's let's do it and yes I was able to hang out with Libby and Luke for five days and mm-hmm. it was a great time just being able to just relax and um yeah actually get bored for once right which is weird so this sarcastic comment came when I came back from New York so I was in New York at the beginning of August with my mom, my sister, and our friend Josie. And we went for the Jonas Brothers concert and went to see Wicked on Broadway and like just the four of us. And me, my mom, and my sister do a lot of traveling, just the three of us all throughout the year. We were in Orlando in February doing the Disney Princess Half Marathon. And then we have another trip booked in November to go back to Disney to do another race. And we just, the three of us always have known that as our families grow and continue to like just different seasons look differently, we want to make sure that the three of us are still carving out time for us to get together. So those are going to be happening like no matter what. And then when I came back from that trip, because I will have had three flight trips of just girls weekends, um, John asked me, the sarcastic comment, which I did not think was sarcastic of, well, when do I get to go on a trip? And I said, let's book something because you are a full-time stay-at-home dad and I get a break. I, I use that loosely. Like I go to work, so I'm not like distracted with kids and I like, I still do my job, which is important. And is tiring. So like, we don't want to take away from those full-time parents of like, yes, <clears throat> you what you do is important. You provide for the family mm-hmm. and there's a different kind of exhaustion when yes. you are at home with crickets. And luckily, like Carrie understood that because she also went through the period of yes. being a stay at home parent. Right. And so we kind of both know that w- both ends of it mm-hmm. of just like being that provider and then also being the stay at home parent. Mm-hmm. And so she was like understanding when it came to like, oh, yeah, you sure you can have a break from parenting. Especially when you just came off of summer and realizing that summer is actually the worst time to be a stay-at-home parent when like your kids are in school. So next year, I think it's going to finally start to be easier when our daughter will be four and there's more like school or like summer programming that she can be a part of. 
Um, but even that was a little rough for our kids this last summer. Um, well, so it's only going to keep getting easier. Right. Penny, which is a delight. Penny was, this is the first time we put her in like VBS or kids camps or whatever. Yeah. And I think she's not used to it. And so right. she would come back. It was Thursday when everything just broke loose. So just like, I'm so tired and I right. don't know, know how to deal with my emotions. And yes. so, yeah, it's, uh, I think she's, as she's going to school, she's going to develop like longevity. I don't know. Well, she's able to yeah. regulate her emotions a little bit easier. I mean, right. it's understandable for a three-year-old with how much that you're actually able to do, which totally, totally makes sense. So I can I left for New York right after that implosive Thursday and, um, then when I came back, this is when you asked. So we, when we're like thinking about trips like this, there are a few different things that we, we think about. One of them is where can we go that maybe is a cheaper destination to be able to go to that still has things that each other like to do. Or maybe we know somebody who lives there that maybe you want to visit all those types of things. So for this last solo trip that John just got back from, you drove out to Pennsylvania. You rode with Libby and Luke. How long of a drive was it? 16 hours. Straight. Um, yeah. So the drive itself was, I think, 13. Okay. Um, but with like breaks, lunch. Time zones. Time zone. We ended up, we left at six in the morning. We didn't mm-hmm. get there until nine, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time. So yeah, it's just... That's an exhausting day. Um, yeah. Well, it's a good thing you get there and go to bed. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. We just got there and went to bed. I didn't take a nap in the car because I apparently lost that ability. Wow. As a an adult, and then also, I think I got. I came back. I didn't come. I was refreshed, but mm-hmm. I was also like I didn't sleep a lot while I was yeah. over there because they I'm used to blackout curtains. They didn't have those, so I woke up at six in the morning. Every single day, well, seven their time, six in the morning for us. And so it was just like weird. But like I would go to bed at 10 because mm-hmm. I was exhausted. Yeah. Which is like weird for me because mm-hmm. I usually stay up a lot later and wake, wake up a lot later. So yeah, it's just a different kind of trip and mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I believe it. And one of the things that we have to talk about when we talk about solo trips is that somebody else is manning the fort mm-hmm. and i think this is why this other like going back and forth is so important or like i felt like the need that john needed to go somewhere and he literally made the comment and i sent out a message to libby that day yeah. and like booked the flights within 24 hours like a flight for him to come home within 24 hours because i knew how important it was for him to get that And I knew that with the flexibility of my job that I can like prep stuff the week before, know I'm going to have a heavier week on the way back, but like on the back end and like still be home, manage kids, manage jewels, which was the worst and, and work that we would be able to make it work because you've done that. Like you've had to, these different trips that I have been going on, John is the one holding down the fort for an extended period of time and that's on top of him already being a stay-at-home parent. So I wanted to be able to give him the break that he needed. And that's how like that piece of it ended up working out, which is really great. And then while while you were in Pennsylvania, 
I'm just grateful for the season of life that we're in because we have kids in school. It's so much easier to leave when kids are in school. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what we're figuring out is like, wow, this is actually so much simpler because you have a break. Like we only have one kid home right now, which is the weirdest thing in the world, but we love it. It's been just kind of that kind of nice of a break. So when we're looking at solo trips coming into 2024, I think we're going to be looking at when are the kids in school and when can we actually plan it around that. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. I think also with uh, with this tester of me leaving for a week, mm-hmm. one, you've never taken care of Jules. I was always in charge of that. Yeah. And two, we realized like that the time, that five days mm-hmm. was a little too long for, for my liking. Um, yeah. And so, like, uh, we were, like, trying to gauge of, like, mm-hmm. how much time do I actually need? And it's, like, well, probably just an extended weekend, three mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe four if there's, like, travel. Right. travel. And uh, so, she's chewing my shoe <laughs> while my foot's in it. That um, sounds right. So, yeah, it's just, um, luckily, Jules didn't get sick this that week. And no. luckily, mm-hmm. like, there was not, nothing big fiasco. Mm-mm. You said like she didn't have any accidents, which is like a, a, a blessing. Except, <laughs> except for the fact that she peed in my mom's car. <laughs> well, she was scared. Well, she was also really excited to see my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <but> mom. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, yeah, there wasn't any big fiascos with, with Jules. And so it kind of was just like, okay, we can we can manage this. And she's only going to get easier. Right. Because she's five-month-old puppy. She's a five-month-old puppy. Today. And she, oh, yeah, today. Oh, yay. And then they say as when they get spayed, they mm-hmm. also, their... Bladder control. Bladder control gets better and their energy level gets goes down. Oh, praise the Lord. But their also metabolism goes down as well. So she might pudge out a little bit more. Oh, you're going to get a little pudgy. So we she's might down here it. with us. Yeah, she wants to come record with us now so we always have jewels with us it's a little chaotic <laughs> a little bit because she always finds those things on the ground where she's like i want to chew on this now yeah uh so yeah um solo trips i feel like is one of those things that like if you can swing it then do it uh, can we talk about that what how how we're able to swing it oh yeah let me preface it is so much cheaper to do solo trips. Well, right. You're only paying for one person. It is fantastic. Like, I feel like I unlocked something magical with this because when we got back from New York, so there were four of us, we all split Ubers. We all split the hotel. We all, well, everyone had their own food that they were just paying for. Where if my whole family went to this in New York, that would have been a very expensive weekend. But the fact that it was just me, Mm. Having to pay for myself, my portion of the trip, it makes it so much more doable. And it's an, e- it's an easier yes, which I, 
absolutely love. So the other side of this is I, I found another trip, solo trip for John to take. Again, I'm always on the hunt for nice travel deals or anytime I can find some really great flights. And instead of sending John by himself, uh, we're, I reached out to a couple friend of ours and John and the husband are going to go to Denver and play disc golf. Well, guess what? Now that John's going there, that's half a hotel, like half the cost of a hotel. He pays for his plane ticket. That's half a cost in Uber. He's only paying for his meals. So it makes... Half for the rental car. What did I say? I thought Uber. Uber. Oh yeah, we're not doing Ubers. Rental car. Although the Uber is doing rental cars. Oh yeah, that's Fun fact. Because they want to do one-stop shop. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Anyway, so when you're able to bring... It's not necessarily a solo trip, because when we're when we're saying solo trip, we mean one spouse leaving, one person, one family, per- yeah. Which but, our kids are not traveling by themselves yet. So. No, one day maybe. That's a whole different question because I traveled by myself very young. Yeah, I mean they get priority seating. <laughs> well, I had to go like into the airport lounge with um, the pilots because we weren't old enough to sit in the terminal by ourselves. Oh, fascinating. I'll have to tell you this story later. Um, or now. No. <laughs> you don't want to share it on I don't need to. Live. It's fine. <laughs> no. Um, so when you're able to incorporate other people, I'm trying to get this train moving. When you're able to incorporate other people in on these trips, mm-hmm. they make it their girls weekend, those guys weekends, you're really able to bring the cost down which is fantastic. So if you're ever thinking about taking a trip, what what do you think? This is what I'm really curious of. Would you have ever honestly told me that you wanted a trip just by yourself? Or did it take the sarcastic comment? I mean, that I mean in a loving way. To be fair, anytime someone speaks in sarcasm, for me, like, right, my sarcasm comes off as dry and flat, and so people take it as truth. Um, They don't understand, like, when I talk sarcastically, Mm -hmm. which is... And you don't do it often anymore. I I don't do it often anymore, because I realize it just read people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or I'll just say something incredibly rude if they took it as a dry, flat comment. Yeah. Like, uh, so... I don't speak sarcastically, but when I do, it usually has an ounce of truth in it, right? Mm -hmm. Of like, actually, yeah, I do want to go on it. So yes and no to answer Mm -hmm. your question of, yeah, like I kind of did, but I did it in a probably not the best way possible of saying, actually, I do want to take a solo trip so that I can just relax and Mm -hmm. it was relax and get refreshed. And so... Let's finish a thought before I jump to a new one. <laughs> um, so it was really nice like going on this trip because I was able to play disc golf mm-hmm. and not feel rushed, not feel like I needed to get done by a certain time so that I can come help you parent again. Mm-hmm. So like, yes, I get Friday mornings, but then I feel like I have to play within two hours. Yeah. Um, uh like from start to finish, which sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, depending if I lose a disc or not, because that happens. That happens. <laughs> um, and so it was really nice that I can like take my leisurely time. Mm-hmm. I can like enjoy the outs- outdoors while listening to a podcast, and I didn't have to be rushed to yeah. get back to Lib and Luke's because mm-hmm. like they had plans for that day, but it was like 
Well, when you get back, we can right. go out and go. Th- they went. We went thrift shopping, mm-hmm. which was interesting out east because it's actually like antiques. Yeah, an- antique shopping. Yeah, yeah. so that's cool. Um, fascinating things over there. <laughs> um, a whole different, a whole different culture in- yeah. entirely. Um, it was funny because we drove from Wisconsin to Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. All look the same. <laughs> I believe flat it. with corn, mm-hmm. with rivers, mm-hmm. ponds, lakes, what's whatnot. You hit it Pennsylvania, looks like the Midwest. yeah. You hit Pennsylvania, and that's like the tail end of the Appalachian Mountain. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're like, oh, there are actual mountains here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Pennsylvania disc golf is a lot different from Wisconsin disc golf. Uh, yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just. Um, Anything else you want to talk about? Well, I'm thinking that when we're, you and I do solo trips completely different. Mm. And I think that's one of the things that we have to think about. Because I remember for the longest time I had asked you, oh, this was two years ago. (laughs) I'm laughing because of the story that goes along with this. Um, Do you remember when, (laughs) of course you'll remember when, uh, the family and I were already in Florida and then you were meeting us out in Florida because we were bounded by vacation. But you, hold on. I'm saying that you got to spend the night in a hotel by yourself before your flight. Oh yeah. And I was so jealous, like unrighteously of John. If John is able to spend a night in a hotel by himself, when do I get that? Like, I want to spend a night in a hotel by myself. And John's like, just do it. Like, I don't understand. And then any time it came down to it, like we had talked about it, we budgeted for it, like all the nine yards. The thought of being by myself, like in a hotel room, would be mm. so boring. Like that's just, actually that's not how I want to spend my money. Right. But you, I think you would enjoy that more. Now, not in that context, like I, not in the context of the story I'm sharing. But I'm right. saying like back in the store, like back then, that's what I was really upset about. So. I actually didn't really enjoy myself because like... I know you didn't. I'm not I saying was, in that context. Right. I It was lonely. I was just like... It was purposeful. Like yeah. It, okay. Because it allowed us to do a park and fly, which yeah. made it cheaper on flights. And I didn't have to wake up like super uber early to get to my flight because it was like a 6 a.m. flight or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I am not waking up at <laughs> 2 in the morning to get to my flight. Um, so like it was, it was all right. I couldn't sleep well because it's I a new place. Yeah. yeah. So I only got like two, three hours of sleep that night and it was like miserable. Yeah. Um, even if I did a hotel in like locally, I don't think I would enjoy it either because usually I don't like being, I'm a homebody through mm-hmm. and through. Like yeah. that's who I am because I enjoy being. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> did I say employ? You said enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy there you go. <laughs> uh, being home. I have, like I have all my comforts here, mm-hmm. um, which is like my greatest desire is for comfort, which like can get in the place of replacing God. Mm-hmm. That's my own. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Um, but like because I feel like if I go to a hotel, if I yeah, if I go anywhere, then it's like the weirdest things that I like. I like my bed. Mm-hmm. I like my pillow. Yeah. Um, I like what I have in my shower. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I can get clean. Yeah. And anywhere I go elsewhere, I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes I just come out of the shower and it's 
I don't feel clean because it's not my stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was nice that like going to Libby and Luke's sleeping arrangement was adequate, but Mm -hmm. like their shower was nice. And Mm -hmm. so like I was still able to relax even if I wasn't at home. And so it was, they provided a space for Mm -hmm. me to feel like I was at home. Yeah. One of the other things, because I recognize that you are such a homebody, that sometimes your solo trips, and I don't think I've ever classified it as this, is you having a weekend to yourself mm. with us out of the house. Yeah. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I took the kids and I to the to the cabin that we always go to with my family, and we let you stay at home. That was your Father's Day gift. And you were like home for like three days by yourself. Granted, we didn't have jewels, so I think it'd be better now because there's you have somebody to take care of. Um, Because I remember you came back and said that you were really bored, Um, which is not a bad thing. But like at that, I think at that season you were, um, I'm kind of rambling on at this point. Well, I think to, yeah, to complete that idea is that like at that point, like when you have kids, especially like up to the age of five, Mm -hmm. they take a lot of time. Yeah. And so the like, I I didn't have a lot of hobbies Mm-mm. outside of parenting. That is so true. And so it, I think reading and mm-hmm. watching a show was yeah. like the extent of my hobbies. Yeah. And so I'm like, I ran out of shows the first day <laughs> and I'm not going to read an entire day because I don't have that long of an att- attention span anymore. Yeah. But now bro, like you're aware of it. So you would now to do it, you have jewels that's going to occupy time. You have disc golf. You have other things that you would like right. to do. To so it would make more time. sense. So depending all this, all this big, nice little bow um, is you have to think about solo trips in the mindset of how your spouse is wired. So mm-hmm. sometimes the best gift that I can give John is for me and the kids to get out of the house for a few nights and for him to just spend the night at home for a couple days just by himself, for him to get recharged, for him to get rested. Um but then for me, I can, I do not want to be home by myself, like ever. <laughs> like I want to be with people. I want to be around. So like our trips require, not require, but often it's me, tra- it's me flying to a different location because I like testing new locations. I test them to see if it would work with kids for another family vacation. Like I, I love doing things like that. So that's why we, I might do less, but we're going to do it the way that I actually desire it to be. And like, there is a part of me like that. Yes, I am a homebody, but I, I am super personal. I'm mm-hmm. relational. I like, that is one of my, actually one of my strengths is my relation. Nilability relation. Sure. <laughs> sure. I know that's not what it is, but people no. can put it together. Uh, yeah. So relatable. Sure. I don't Whatever. Know. Um, and so, like, I do enjoy that combination of being able to relax and being with people. And so I need that, like, combo to have a relaxing, refreshing time. Mm-hmm. And so I think, like, doing these trips with close family, close friends is also, like, it can give you communicating what the expectations are because mm-hmm. then you can, like, say, like, yeah, actually, I do want to play disc golf so many times I wanted to just be able to sit, stay at your apartment and relax mm-hmm. and just watch YouTube or read or, yeah. um, and I had 
both of that. Both of that. And mm-hmm. then I was also, they also like planned activities as well. Which is great. Which is what I need because yeah. I'm not going to plan those activities myself no. because mm-hmm. that sounds miserable. And that's where I come in in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so they like planned some fun things around yeah. like things that I enjoy, like mini golf. And mm-hmm. that was really fun. I won. <laughs> so that was also helpful. So no matter how your spouse is wired, think about as we... I keep wanting to say as we head into 2024, but it's just the beginning of September, but my mind is literally already on Christmas. Um, Welcome to ministry life. You get through September and you're getting your ugly sweater on for Christmas. Um, So as you look forward to 2024, think about in your calendar when you and your spouse could have uh, your own solo trip. Give it a date, give it a time of something that you can look forward to and really just have it be something that you guys budget, you work towards, and you get excited about knowing how you can feel after it to come back refreshed, recharged. And I know even for John and I, I was having a conversation with my friend about this of like, we're excited to see each other when we get back. So like to fill each other in on everything that happened on the trip and to just spend time with each other is super key. It's like the distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> I did say that this past week. Yes. You come back wanting to come home, which is a good feeling. Right. And then you, yeah. And you're like, it's amazing how your patience can only withstand so much. Mm-hmm. And so to have that break, you, yeah. you find yourself, you come back and you're like, yeah, I'm actually patient in this moment. Mm-hmm. And rather than reacting, I'm yeah. responding. Finding. And so it's, yeah, I think not only know know your spouse's mm-hmm. um, desires and how they're function, but like knowing yourself as like yeah. knowing your limits mm-hmm. of like, because we are humans and right. we're, we have limits. And so we should have uh, these boundaries mm-hmm. um, built in. Awesome. We'll see you guys in the next episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. As always, if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast, you can go ahead and send us an email at jcvhouse at gmail.com or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Carrie Vaco. We'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast. And as always, if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode, feel free to go ahead and send them the link. And if you love this content, we'd love to be able to hear from you. So go ahead and leave us a review over on Apple Podcast. Until next time, we love you and we appreciate you. See you guys. Bye. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. There you go.